Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Saturday morning. All right, we've got a big opener today. Waterfowl and rifle season for deer. So a lot of folks doing it. Hope there's somebody still around listening this morning, but uh, we're here anyway. Well, thanks for tuning in to the show, folks. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman. Producing the Outdoor Show this morning is Jace. Our sponsors today, Belleville Meat Market, Mainstream Marketing, and Boyd's One Stop. Right now, Galveston's showing 70 degrees down on the island. A few areas of patchy fog, a little ground fog in places. I noticed that coming in this morning. Plenty of sunshine today with a high of 76. East-southeast winds 10 to 20. And then for tonight, partly cloudy skies, low near 70. Winds southeast 5 to 10. And for tomorrow, intervals of clouds and sunshine, high of 77. East-southeast 10 to 20. On the high ground, it'll be up in the 80s, but... Near the bay, mid to upper 70s. So, nice weather. It's uh, warming up quick, though, after that last front. Tides for today. We're on Gal- These are Galveston Channel tide predictions. We're sitting on a high right now. It was a 1.8. Uh, our low is at 3.59 p.m. this afternoon. It's an 0.3. 7.34 a.m. is sunrise. 6.31 p.m. is sunset. Our moon phase, 65% visibility. And that'll put legal shooting time in the Houston-Galveston area at 7.04 a.m. Current conditions right now, Galveston Channel showing 69 degrees with 68-degree water with a southeast wind at 3. And at Eagle Point, it's 63 degrees with 62-degree water with a north-northeast wind at 2. So kind of variable this morning. Winds are down. That's why we're getting some of that ground fog and all that. But, uh... Looks like a beautiful day ahead. Fishing, hunting, whatever you like to do outdoors, it looks good to me. All right, well, let's let's see about getting hooked up with Captain Bill Watkins this morning. I think he's going duck hunting. Bill, good morning. How are you, man? Yes, sir, I am going duck hunting, for sure. Go shoot a duck in the butt. That'll work. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's, uh, what do they say, that swing in and it's beat. Belly, butt, boom. That's how yeah. you do it. <laughs> <laughs> Big belly, butt, boom. Say that three and times as fast as you can. <laughs> and don't stop your swing. That's, That's it. Right. Swing through the shot, baby. No jerking. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. We'll talk about fishing first. Uh, since this uh, duck hunt is an unknown, I, I did talk to the guy, and he said there was about 300 ducks landed on him while he was putting out the decoy. That'll work. I think we're going to have some birds. uh, Might have to call air traffic control this morning. (laughs) I have seen openers where there were so many ducks you couldn't get them to come into the decoys because they were all flying into each other practically. Yeah, I've seen that too. so busy. It was too busy, you know. Flying like mosquitoes. Mm -hmm. But uh, yesterday the fishing was just incredible. Golly, man. I swear. (laughs) It, I made every move the right way. I, I moved my move my set 
after I got there, I moved my set three times and hit on all three times. And uh, at 12 o'clock, went to uh, went to the landing. And, yeah. Uh, we had uh, mostly, now we're fishing in Louisiana, but we had mostly Texas-sized trout. Uh, and uh, I wound up keeping, uh, I kept 35. Uh, we actually caught 45, and I made them throw all the other ones back. Uh, I, I don't keep my limit anymore. So, yeah. But we kind of miscounted, and once I did the final count, we wound up with 35. But uh, nice, healthy fine trout, you know, up to three pounds, and uh, they were uh, they were plentiful, let's put it that way, and I did not have to, uh, did not have to work birds, that was another thing I really enjoyed about That's the day. That's a plus. Yeah. Uh, Working birds is nerve-wracking, especially when you got competition. I worked off to the side of the birds, Yeah. and it, it worked really, really well. So life was good. We caught one one nice red and uh no gaff tops. <laughs> I was so Yeah, hopefully about with that, that water temperature drop like that, a lot of them exited the bay system. Get them out of here. Yeah. And and but the tide was back up. It had come in uh not for last, it come flooding back in and was high just like it had been. I, I was expecting to see a lot of bear bank. Did not happen. It was a good strong high tide come back in. Water was really pretty. Uh, when you don't have any runoff, everything works. Yeah. I'm, I'm just uh, I'm enjoying this year. I mean, my grass is dead in my yard, and I don't care. Mm. I've got. I've got a lot of fish in the system, and that'll come back. I'd rather have good fishing and dead grass than beautiful grass and terrible fishing. Yeah, no, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't care anything about that grass anymore. That's that's just less I have to mow. Uh, I'm not into that yard of the month crud anymore. That's just uh, nope. Spend my extra time doing outdoor things that I like to do, other than mowing. Uh, we had uh, we had our best success on uh, any color of lure. Yeah. <laughs> we threw yeah, soft plastics with quarter ounce jig head all day, mm. and it was you know we used everything from clear with red flakes to uh, white and uh, and glow with a yellow tail. It, yeah. it did not matter. Um, uh, my folks showed up with a uh, little package of baits called Matrix Shad. I've never, I've never fished with those before. I was I familiar with them, but I never had used them. It's a yeah, little paddle tail bait, and uh, they worked. Um, I threw Kelly, uh, Kelly K Wigglers all day, uh, four inch ball tails, and uh, and they threw those. So everybody caught fish. Seemed like equally as well. I had good fishermen yesterday, and uh, they could uh, they could catch. I had a uh, an uncle and a niece. My uncle was from Florida. He has a he has two boats actually. He has a twenty two Pathfinder and a twenty eight Parker that he goes offshore with. Mm. This guy's a fisherman, but uh, and he did throw fish all over me all morning long. And uh, the lady did, too. Once she got on to how the bite was, we had to fish deep. We had to fish, uh, started off in two to three foot of water on the flats, uh, just off the Sabine River. And then after that, we uh, that, that bite died within about 45 minutes. And we put 10 good-sized trout in the box. Then uh, Then we had to go deeper. Those fish retreated into the river channel. So the rest of them we caught it somewhere around seven to nine feet. And uh, at one point we were in catching them uh, at 18 feet. Uh, kind of, that was kind of strange, I guess. But the uh, 
the sunlight penetration is what causes that. It was real bright yesterday morning. And uh, I guess that's what made them slide off those flats and go deep early. Now, every once in a while, they would move up uh, onto about a five-foot flat, but that was brief. They wanted to, the water was fairly T-stained clear, and they wanted to stay down there in that seven to nine. I guess that's uh, that's where they could camouflage themselves. Yeah. And probably that's where the shrimp were coming through, too. But they they were definitely eating shrimp. They had, a lot of them had shrimp whiskers hanging out their gills or, you know, probably giving them a good little tickle going down their side. Yeah. Or they'd hang out of their mouth, you know, how those shrimp do. And fish eat them. They eat them, and the whiskers just don't care. They go wherever they go. But that was a that was a really really uh, neat trip, and uh, everybody caught fish, and I wound up uh, wound up being uh, being back at the landing by twelve thirty, which is a good thing. Sure, nothing wrong with that. Well, with you being in Louisiana waters and catching Texas-sized fish, I wonder why Louisiana won't move their their minimum length up. I don't know. That you know, it just seems uh, seems foolishness to me. But uh, I don't know why they won't move at least to fourteen. You know, at, at least well, we could be sure to get. One good spawn out of their fish before they get taken home in a box. And yeah, I don't our, think our Parks and Wildlife Department says our fish start spawning at 14, and Louisiana says their fish start spawning at 12 inches. <laughs> so which is it? Yeah, well, the real deal, please stand up. Yeah. The, the interesting so thing of note disheartening these days it's hard to get the you just don't know what to believe anymore no it, it is hard that, that's that's difficult for me it is um, me too if, I want if you go over to the, the truth if you go over today to the natures river there's speckled trout all the way to beaumont it's real difficult to catch one over 14 um because they're focusing on fish over 14 on the Texas side, okay? Mm-hmm. So they're catching them. As soon as they get to 15 and a half, they get taken out. But there are schools of fish up there in deep water, down piling walls and things like that. I've, I've got friends that are fishing over there, and they may catch 30 trout or 40 in a morning and maybe have five keepers out of it. So the fish basically are the same size in the Natchez River as they are over in the Sabine. And well, your <laughs> your juvenile fish are going to live upstream, you know, if the salinity's yes. right. That's where they seek shelter for this yeah. time of year. The farther farther upstream you go, the smaller the size gets. And yeah, the farther that's true. you get into the bays, the bigger the fish get. Yeah. Uh, and... They have been up those rivers so far this summer in that deep water. You know, the heat got mm. got to messing with everybody's head. So they all moved up there, and they've been happily feeding on whatever source of food that come by. They had Rimmage plenty head. of pogey and they plenty of shrimp, yeah, finger mullet, whatever they want. Yeah. It's a smorgasbord. And, uh, well, it's an estuary. Fat. You know, that's what it does is grows bait. It produces bait. It grows fish. grows bait. It grows everything. Yeah. Yeah, they're it's really go to the food source. So there's just as many just as many trout up the Natchez as there are up the Sabine. And either way you go, you're going to catch lots of 14s. Yeah. So I'm not – I'm watching this it's been you know what three years now i'm watching this process take place about the two limits versus each other and i'm not seeing the direct benefit yet of 
you know, one state's deal over the other, except I know that we're, you know, on the Louisiana side, there, there's too many fish being taken out of the water. Yeah. Because uh, you've got a lot of guide pressure coming over from Calcasieu. Well, and they're they all going to fish where they can catch the most. And they're going to fish where they can catch the most. Yeah. Uh, so, and I think Texas will, it, overall, Texas will finally come out on top with uh, the number and the size, but I, I just haven't seen it yet. But I think uh, I think we're getting there a little bit. Just can't prove it yet. Yeah, I'm, I'm observing to see how all this is working out. Let me let me pop this break, Bill. I'll be right back, buddy. All right. Hang with me a second. All right, the Belleville Meat Market today's opening day, and uh, no better place to have your wild game processed. Take it in. Believe me, you'll be satisfied with all the product they turn out there. Consistency is the name of the game, and I've been using them well over 15 years now, and what a remarkable job they do on all their processing. And uh, this week they're double featuring their green onion pecan smoked sausage, their double black pepper pecan smoked sausage. Try it before you buy it. Free samples are always available. And pecan smoked barbecue they serve in their meat market and uh, they're taking orders now for their country smoked turkeys with holiday season just ahead of us and they do custom processing on pigs and calves all year long and their wild game processing try something new this year get you some uh, vinny dogs or hog dogs made that you can bring home the entire family can enjoy all year long they're open monday through saturday 7 a.m to 7 p.m sundays 8 a.m to 7 p.m celebrating 42 years serving the greater houston community that's the Belleville Meat Market, where meat is our middle name. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show 420 here in the Bayou City. Let's go back and talk some more with Captain Bill. All right, Bill, we're back, buddy. Well, that was a good long break. Yeah, it was. Absolutely. <laughs> a little longer on the weekends than during weekdays. Yeah, a little obscene profit timeout. Yes, you've got to have them. No show without them. That's right. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, everybody's uh, everybody's cranking off to do something today. It's deer hunting, it's duck hunting, it's, a it's busy weekend. fishing. Oh, my goodness. We've got the big Lone Star of... bike rally over here in Galveston. Man, there's uh, oh, wow. from everywhere here. Well, that, that's that's always a fun thing. Yeah. And, and they, they crank those things up and set off car alarms. <laughs> just amazing it's a fun deal unless you're right a there. resident of Galveston <laughs> yeah Ford up, poor folks. duck, hide, run for cover <laughs> they're coming <laughs> I used to be right there with them yep. of course of course, I, I ran the Japanese bikes uh, Honda and Suzuki I, I, yeah. I just really like those machines but uh, there was a lot of Harley riders around me, oh, and yeah. always a rivalry, always talking about who had the better machines. 
Well, you were riding dependability. They were riding breakdowns. <laughs> That's pretty much true. All my a, buddies that had I, Harleys, they were, there was always something going wrong. Uh, I'm sure I they're a lot telling, better nowadays. But. There's no telling how many I walked by that had all drips underneath them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, shoot. Yeah, but they, they, sure yeah, they probably are. They sure yes, they did. Good. They did for a Still fact. Still do. Oh, yeah. Yep, they've got that in their favor for sure. But, uh, yeah, everybody's everybody's on the road this morning, man. I mean, yep. think about that. So I think there's probably maybe more deer hunters than there are duck hunters. I don't know. Oh, I'm, without a doubt. I would, I'm thinking there's probably a lot more. Yeah, there's way more deer hunters than duck hunters. Yeah, I've got to, I've got to meet Zane over at the at the pond about uh, oh five o'clock. I said, "Why in the world you want me to get up there so early?" He said, "Well, I got to like seven oh four. He said, "I've got some blind work to do and this and that." So I'm, well, that I'm about to get done. That boy's sleeping on a job, man. <laughs> I'm, yeah, he said, I had a big wind come through the other day and kind of messed up some of the brush on the blind hey, every duck hunter uh, i know serious duck hunter they were they were at their ponds yesterday making sure everything was just right for their parties today oh, oh he was out there uh he said he needed to do more work move a little decoys i'm thinking okay i'm i'm getting pressed into service here that's what's happening there it is <laughs> i'm gonna be out there in that pond with you waiters on oh yeah and anyway, that's the way it's going to go today. So hopefully uh, hopefully we'll be able to hit something. That's yeah. a, that the first round out of the box just... every year. I don't know if I can swing and hit them or not. <laughs> but I think I can. Like think positive, a bicycle right? man swinging a shotgun. I, yeah. Man, I don't even shoot two or three boxes a year. I don't go like I used to, but. I can still hit them. That's all I can cool. still hit them. Yeah. Yes, if they get close enough, I can hit them. I can hit them. Yeah, throw the decoys, steel shots so fast, you just put it right on them. Yep. Just Blow them up. Pop them. But coming off a good fishing trip yesterday and going duck hunting this morning, life couldn't be any better than that, could it? No, it couldn't. No, it's, it's <laughs> what we do. That's why I'll be uh, getting... I'll be getting text pictures this morning of deer that people are shooting, and all that'll be fun. Well, it's uh. Well, buddy, it's a good I time think to I'm be an outdoorsman shake. and living in the state of Texas. It is absolutely. I'm gonna shake myself loose this morning and uh, leave you hanging for a few minutes. That's all right. I'm I'm good, Richard. I I'll take up slack with old Richard Tosh. He's never there lost go. words. <laughs> no, he he is never lost for words. No, he's good, uh, good guy. Well, all, all right, right, brother, you have a good day. All right, and, Bill, uh, throw him out a number. Somebody wants to call you about coming over and fishing with you. Four zero nine six seven three nine two one one. All right, buddy. Well, you have a good one. All right, man. You too. All right, tell tell Zane hello. All right, that's Bill Watkins heading. Heading out going duck hunting this morning. And uh, I just got a text from a listener wanting to know for ducks what uh, shot size to use. I shoot three-inch mags, and I'm kind of old school. I use big shot for big ducks, you know, like twos and threes, and then for teal, number sixes. And... uh but, you know, I've always been that way with a, I'm shooting that bigger, bigger shot like that, ones, twos, and threes when, uh, when you're guiding because you've got to dust off a lot of cripples and take the last shot after everybody shoots, that kind of deal, something to reach out there and get them with. <laughs> but uh, anyway, that's, that's where we're at. Did you get Richard yet? I guess not. Anyway, let's see. I got another text coming in to see what that says. And we will be talking to, uh, but uh, 
Mink Grimes will be talking to him at 5 o'clock. He's headed to Duck Blind also. We'll get an update from him. All right, Richard, good morning. What's up, man? Not a lot. Not a lot, Mickey. How are you? Oh, I couldn't be better. I, how's the morning look up your way in Lano? That's it's good. It's good. It's 48 degrees. That's so warming back up. Good night. I mean, it needs to cool back down, but that's all right. Man, we've been. Well, I, I take I 48 know. this morning. It's about 63 here, 68. Just oh, my. Where you're at. Yeah. It's good. It's warming on up, buddy. I heard that with them dang pigs. We got got five of them the first morning, got four, four of them yesterday, and I don't know how many's going to be out there today. So You're pigging out. <laughs> I guarantee you I am. There ain't no doubt about it. Well, I'll tell you, so the ones we had yesterday were all pretty much they're little ones, you know, about 50, 50 to 70 pounds. That's so they, uh, I guarantee you. But it's, I get a lot of people ask me if I'm, I'm killing them, eating them, whatever. No. <laughs> There's too many. I mean, I can't, I couldn't, I couldn't do nothing with all of them. But one of, the, one of the things that a lot of people don't realize about these pigs is just about every county in Texas has has some place that buys them, and right. they, you know, they buy them, they buy them by the pound. You can look it up. I mean, it's uh, they a lot of times that is they want the ones over 100 pounds more than anything. But I think it's the state that's buying them from everybody, and they pay. You know, like. I think the last time I checked on them, it's been several years ago. They they were getting like anything over 100 pounds, you'd get 25 cents a pound for. Anything under 100 pounds, you'd get like 10 or 15 cents a pound for. Yeah, so a 100 pound pig, I can get 25 dollars for him. Pretty much, that's about yeah. it. So they want them live, know, or do they? Uh, do you uh, kill them? You know, here's here's the thing about that. I think they want them on the hoof live, so. So uh, I, what I do is we've got we've got this older guy around here. He's been coming out here for years and picking them up. All we got to do is call him, say hey, we got some pigs, and he does it throughout the whole county. So it's you know, and a lot of times if he gets some bigger ones, he sells them to some of these ranches for hunts. So yeah. that's his that's his bigger money. But he's got to have the you know they, they when they when he wants those bigger ones he wants some tusk on them because they you know some of them hunts they pay pretty good money to shoot those bigger pigs like that but the way I look at it is I got somebody to haul them off for me and yeah. you know they don't they don't go to waste because years ago you know we we decided you know I tired all these pigs out here so just started shooting them and we piled them up on top of this hill we had sixty dead hogs up there like I say you can't eat them all. And it's, you know, they just, and nothing hardly eats them. It's just buzzards won't hardly touch them or nothing. So they just got to rot away. And so, I, you know, it just doesn't even, that's not even right to do that. So we just, in my eyes anyway, don't, you don't waste nothing like that. And if it can go to, you know, somebody, whether it goes to a, a food shelter or whatever, I mean, that's, that, I'd rather it be that way. But I don't want to clean all them hogs. So that's why. That's why I call him. He comes and gets them, and, and uh, you know he does what he does with them, and that's fine. You know, a lot of these, a lot of these people have big pens that they put them in, just like a, a feedlot for cattle and stuff like that. Right. So they'll put them in those spots, and, and uh, when they do that, then then uh, you know they can sell them off or fatten them up, or or even like yesterday, he was telling he was telling me he says, yeah. I used to, I could clean all them out and get $35 a piece for them, you know, because the smaller pigs like that, because he'd sell them, you know, after he'd clean them up. But he's getting, you know, he's an old guy. And it's, what's funny is, yeah. I don't know what his real name is, but his, we always call him Doc. Well, a funny thing about Doc is, and it, he, he, uh, he uh, years ago, he was in the Army Reserve or something like that. And he was in the, the, uh, like paratroopers or whatever. I don't know what it was, but yeah. he jumped out of a plane and his chute didn't open. So he's, uh, you know, the only time he has a problem is on Sundays. You get, you have a hard time getting, getting to him on Sundays. Cause he said, he going to go to church. You know, when you jump out of a plane and you're yeah, at 5,000, at 5,000 feet, your chute gonna, don't open. You're going to jump out of planes. You need to be close to the Lord anyway. Hang on, Richard. <laughs> no, let me I, knock this break out. I'll be right back okay. at you, man. Okay. All right. Well, the Belleville Meat Market, it's that time of year. Hunting season's full force today. 
And uh, this week, the Belleville's double featuring their green onion pecan smoked sausage and double black pepper pecan smoked sausage. You can try it before you buy it. Free samples are available right there in their store, their meat market. Full menu pecan smoked barbecue served Monday through Sunday, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. And uh, they're now taking orders for their country smoked turkeys with the holiday season ahead of us. Order you one up. They're excellent. And uh, custom processing, they do that on pigs and calves all year long. You can have it processed any way you like. And their wild game processing, nothing beats the Belleville Meat Market. And check out their Vinny Dogs and Hog Dogs. You can have homemade hot dogs using your own venison or wild pigs. They're open Monday through Saturday, 7 to 7, and Sundays, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. Celebrating over 42 years serving the greater Houston community, that's the Belleville Meat Market, or meat is our middle name. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Outdoor Show. Let's go to Richard and continue on with him. All right, Richard, thanks for holding. Oh, no problem. No problem at all. I guarantee you. I'm, I'm about ready to get back on the water, though. I mean, it's up here today's working me to death. <laughs> but that's all right. It's all good. Ain't, ain't no doubt. So. But no, You're going to be at the deer I, camp. There's always work to be done. I guarantee you there is. You know, you, know, you were talking yeah, about they, those smaller pigs. We caught some in a trap down at Blaine's last year. And, I mean, there yep. were some piglets in there, man. And, oh, uh, my. Once we cleaned them and dressed them out, I mean, they'd fit in a foil pan perfect. I'd, I'd put them on the uh, mesquite grill and uh, get a little smoke oh, flavor in them, sear them. There you go. Up, flipping them over, and then we'd cover that pan, put them in a pan, and put it, cover it in foil. And uh, that's it. it off in the oven. Oh my gosh. I the guarantee it just fall off. It was just, everybody was making yeah, pork sandwiches out of that stuff. I deboned all of it and had a big old Tupperware dish of it. And it was, it was better than pulled pork. I mean, it was. Crazy. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, what's funny is these, these wild pigs, especially out here in central and South Texas, they forage for everything. Those yes. East Texas hogs. I mean, those East Texas hogs, they're, you get a big old boar hog or something like that over there, and you try, you clean him. I even got a sow over there one time, and she was just big. And those East Texas hogs, they just don't, they, they, they're eating those rotten roots, and that's what they taste like, and they smell yeah. like it too. When, well, that's kind of like in the marsh hogs we kill down in the marsh and the river bottom yeah. down there. They, they don't taste good to me. No, they long. just, they, to me, they don't either. I mean, they they're even smell like yeah, I guarantee they're kind of strong because them South like Texas I, I, hogs are good. Yeah, exactly, because like they're they're not as fat. They're more there's more lean meat yeah, on them lean. and everything. And I mean they're just as good as they can be. And you can take a hundred and fifty, two hundred pounder, and they're just as good. But those those little those little piglets like you're talking about, perfect pit size. Take take bust them up, split them ribs, and lay them down. 
and just keep them on that pit and cook them down. I mean, that's like the whole Jack Russell Terrier laying there. I guarantee you, I cooked a whole hog right there. Chihuahua pigs. I I tell you what, there's a bunch of them out there too, and and it's uh, yeah, I don't know what the gestation period is on them, but I think they have about three litters a year. Oh, they, so they're they're I mean, it's just, dogs and cats. I guarantee you, you know, as I was talking to my cousin last night, I told him, says, the only thing I, I dislike worse than, than pigs are cockroaches. <laughs> I mean, it's just, they they get so thick and you can't, you'll never get ahead of them. I mean, there's no way to get ahead of them, but you to try to, you know, you try to manage them as much as you can. And, and you know, that's why every time I get an opportunity up here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set these traps and I'm going to call Doc to come get them. So, I mean, you know, that's that's just the name of the game, you know. It's it, my, like I was saying a while ago. I'm like homeless shelters. I mean, good night. Think you can you could feed everybody around with these pigs that are out there. So, it's you know, it's just one of those things. You just got to have the you know the people to, to clean them and stuff like that. And I mean, you you could really do some good with them. But you know, and hopefully that's what the state does with them. I'm just not sure. You know, I've heard several different things. I heard they sell them to China. Here they do this and do that with them. Well, you never know. I mean, you never yeah. know. All I know is I get to put them in a, in a trap, call somebody to come get them, load them in a trailer, and get them out of here. That's all I care about, getting them out of here, because, boy, they are destructive when it comes to property. I mean, you, and like my, fortunate enough, you know, they hadn't got into oats patch yet and dug a bunch of potholes out there, but. You know, I, I know it's coming. They're gonna they're gonna start digging in there for long, but it's gestation okay. on a pig is 114 days. Yeah, so you three times a year. <laughs> that's what <laughs> that's that's what I thought. Three times a that's year. I mean, three months, three weeks, and two days. That's right. I mean, that's that's. Uh, I mean, that's just amazing how they can do that. And it's and they'll drop. You know, it's probably. I know I've seen up to 18 of them on one pig. So. It's, there's no telling how many of them they can they can drop and hold on to, but good night. It's, I mean, it's just it's horrible to see them out there, but you know some people enjoy hunting them. I, you know, I just want them gone. <laughs> That's the thing, you know. It's just like I say, they just they take over, and there's nothing you can do about they it. They average so. ten to fifteen piglets per litter. There you go. There you go. See, that's a lot. I mean, that's forty-five a year. That's the largest litter at one time uh, they've seen is uh, twenty-seven to twenty-two piglets. That's oh my that's a lot of them. That's yeah. way too many. That that's that's <laughs> she was way too fertile. I guarantee you, there ain't no doubt about that. But but it's uh, I mean that's like I say those those pigs are just one thing, and I you know like I say I just don't. I'm not a killer, you know. I'm a hunter, and there's a big difference. A lot of people don't understand there's a difference. You know, it's everybody thinks when you go hunting, you just go kill everything. I mean, yeah, I can do that, but it's not. That's not what I like to do. If I'm not, I was raised. If you're not going to eat it, don't kill it. You know, that's true. That's the thing, and and so don't let that stuff go to waste like that. And even though even though the numbers get uh, real dramatic at times, where I'll see you know, 30 or 40 of them, I still just don't want to go kill them all. I want to make sure they go to some kind of use somewhere, you know, and that's, you know, that's another thing like, like, uh, yeah. when it comes to fish, coyotes got to eat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And other that hogs, will eat, they'll eat themselves, you know, they'll just, that, uh, that's one thing they will do. They will eat themselves, but when you're trying to thin them out, you don't want them around there eating on each other anyway. But, you know, that's like in the, in the, like Parks and Wildlife Manor when it comes to fishing, tilapia and grass carp. You must immediately remove the intestines of, okay? Well, I've been over at Gibbons Creek, you know, back when the power plant was running and all that, bowfishing those tilapia. And, I mean, we filled up 55-gallon drums of them, you know. So, and I don't like letting those go to waste either, but you know, the, according to the manual, you must immediately remove the intestines of those two fish, except wow. for, like, carp. Well, that's they're invasive, so that's just that's part of their rules. They don't want the. And you read the Parks and Wildlife Manual when it comes to invasive species. It says the tilapia and grass carp, with the exception of the grass carp, you have to check to see if the lake that you're on is permitted for them. And if it's permit permitted for them, you can't kill them. You can't do anything right. with them. 
but on a light that it's not permitted with a grass carp and a tilapia, it says you must immediately remove the intestines of those two fish. And it's, so they just don't want them surviving at all. You know, that's, that's kind of like a, a buddy of mine up in Arkansas. We were talking the other day about that uh, WMD, uh, CWD, excuse me. Uh, wasting disease. Correct. See, yeah. they've got it up there in some counties up in Arkansas. Now, there's a few counties here in Texas that have it, too. But in Arkansas, the yes. way they're doing it is basically for four counties uh, surrounding where the, they've had the uh, chronic wasting disease found. For four counties, they're trying to eliminate every deer. They basically tell you we don't have any limitations on anything. Normally, it has to have a has to be at least a three point to kill. That's under their old rules. Now, it's if it's got a horn, you can kill it. If it's got a white fuzzy tail, you can kill it. So, I mean, that's they're just trying to get rid of all of them because you've had one one or two cases of chronic wasting disease that showed up. Now, granted, it's bad, you know, just like anthrax. You get anthrax in a in a population of deer, it's going to annihilate everything. That'll so, wipe the entire I, herd out, everything. Exactly, everything. So, and the chronic wasting disease, I'm assuming it's similar to, you know, I'm not sure exactly how it works. I'm, I, I think it's kind of like mad cow as far as, as, far as deer, is, deer are concerned. But, yeah. you know, I'm just not 100% sure on it. But like I say, Arkansas tries to deal with it by wiping them out all out. I don't know how Texas is dealing with it because I've I've not been in that situation where I've had to had to. to well, I know uh, they have these check stations for hunters. You know, when they're going back through, I know there's one there in Freer. You know, when I cut okay. through there to hit 59, yeah. coming back from where I hunt, and uh, you got a deer, you can whip in there and they'll test it for you. You know. Oh, sure. good, good. Yeah. Right, and I mean, that's a good thing to have everybody check them like that, you know, because if you're in an area that has it, you know, you want to make sure it doesn't get out of that area. And and yeah. that's, I mean, totally understandable because, you know, just just like anything else, if it, if it goes from one to the next, it's going to keep on growing. It's not mm-hmm. going to stop. And you can't just, you can't give any, uh, the deer, the whole population of deer immunity shot. So I mean, you just can't do it. It's not possible. But no. you know, it's I mean, but that's the thing. At least they stay on top of it, you know, because you know Texas and a lot of other states. And Texas years ago recognized the importance of of the the deer herd and and how it benefits the economy. You know, so they take mm-hmm. they take real good care of it. Now you got other states that don't they could give a uh, they could care less about it. Yeah, so, rats behind. It, I know. <laughs> what you were fixing to say. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, they could care less about it, but but it's just one of those one of those things where, where uh, you know, we in Texas, you know, we're, uh, for the most part, are a big hunting society. Now, I know there's a lot of, a lot of other states that, that, and even in Texas, a lot of people are thinking hunting is going by the wayside. It's never no, going to go away. No, never no. going to go away. I promise you. It's because it's you know like fishing. I mean, it's people. The interest is there. The you know the curiosity and understanding how how animals uh, survive and thrive in, in the wild and, and stuff well, like it's that. Conservation in, the, in, the, in a it humane is. way. It is. That's what it is. It, All right. It, it, well, Richard. I got a roll, buddy. I hope you have a good hunt this morning. And uh, if somebody wants to call you about coming and fishing Conroe with you, how do they get a hold of you, man? Well, Mickey, anyone can get in touch with me at 936-661-7920. You can find me on Facebook. Just check out the Fish Tubes Guide Service. You can email me at admin at fishtubetx.com or just check out the webpage, fishtubetx.com. All right, my friend. Well, you take care, Richard. Have a good shoot, and I'll uh, talk to you next week. Yes, sir. Y'all have fun. See you now. All right. All right. Let's run down Matagorda Way. Let's check in with Captain Charlie Paradoski this morning. Charlie P., what's going, what's going on with you, man? Morning, Mickey. Nothing morning. new. Same old stuff. Same old, same old, huh? <clears throat> yes, sir. Getting, uh, getting ready to get up and uh, go through the motions. Mm-hmm. See what happens today. Nice morning. It's very nice. Weather is the wind down? Yeah, it's calm. Mm. Calm all night. So it's blue. 
was uh, our west end of the bay had just stayed off color. Now, it may have cleared up yesterday afternoon, but uh, the east oh. end is okay, and the west end has uh, been off color. Well, you and, had that uh, northeast, hard northeast wind for a couple of days. Yeah. Yesterday it started out out of the north and it went northeast and it went east and right. We only fished in the morning. We were running out of uh, Binks Lodge and uh, they had to be all back in at eleven thirty. Most of them were hooking up to their deer leases, you know. Yeah, so, <laughs> getting the heck out of Dodge, man. I'm telling you. But them well, highways, the light north wind at about three to six. All down your way. Oh, good. Maybe we'll have some clear water this morning. Yeah. And and less people. Hopefully they're all hunting today. I doubt it. (laughs) I do, too. Probably down your way. Most of the deer hunters there are South Texas deer hunters, and they're waiting on a rut late in the year. Yeah. Well, we got a lot of duck hunters down here, though. Well, I mean, that's true, you know, too. In our part of the country, lots of duck hunters. You've been seeing a lot of ducks on the bay you're down your way? You know, more more yesterday and the day before, but before that, I hadn't hardly seen any. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot up my way. Yeah. And what I'm hearing from everybody, they're just loaded up. Whoever's got water is just I'm sure that last way. front's what brought them all down. Yeah. Good. You know, these uh, this last front we had, Mickey, that tide just came right back real quick. Yeah, when that high pressure slid, that northeast wind, it just blew it right back in, man. Yeah. Sure did. I mean, I, I, I don't think that many shrimp fell out like I was expecting. Yeah, we, we lost quite a bit of water, but we had more north, you know, north, northwest is what really blows our water out, you know, with a little bit of right. rest and that north wind like that, but it was more due north, and that kept it from really dumping. Yeah, and then went northeast pretty quick. Yes. So, it, it was quite high yesterday, and, uh, and the river is off color now. And I'm is sure it? on top, yeah, it's it's not nothing drastic. It's just it's stained. There's still people catching fish in the river, but mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was emerald green before that little, little last rain. And I think we got more rain around Austin, and 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 that's what's falling out. Oh, I forgot to this. ask Bob yesterday too about Fayette County to see if you know they let him. How his lake level was. We didn't even we didn't even talk about that. Huh. Well. Anyway, it won't take uh won't take long to get get back real clear and and um uh, and there's a lot of fish in the river. Hell, I yeah. some more shrimp jumping in the river than I do in the bank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. You know, that's, that's what's going true. on with Bill over his way. There's there's a lot of fish in both those rivers over there, the Sabine and the uh, Natchez. And right. that's kind of what he's fishing. And all these fish are just gorged full of shrimp. Yeah. I didn't uh, I didn't notice a lot of shrimp on the ones I cleaned. I don't, we only kept, you know, some 15, 16-inch trish fish. I think the first... Seven or eight that we caught yesterday were like nineteen to twenty-one, and we let mm-hmm. them go. Right. But uh, I look forward. To, I think it'll be better today. I think that water will be good. That tide really falls out. There's a strong outgoing tide right now. Yeah, it's about a foot and a half. You know, almost two foot exchange. You know, but it's late in the day. You know, that tide's late. Right. What's the low today? It's uh, three fifty-nine over here. That puts it even later down your way, a little bit later. Right. And that's probably one of the best fishing is late in the afternoon. Probably so. It's it's hard to fish late in the evenings when you go at daylight in the mornings. We used to do it, but <laughs> sun up to sundown, couldn't get enough. What Blaine call it? Can't see to can't see. 
Yeah. <laughs> 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 I ain't mad at him anymore. I could do it, but man, why? Now, if there was eight, well, eight pounders on every street corner, I'd do it. No, no problem. Because, boy, we used to catch some big fish right at dark. Man, those things would pull in and just, we'd slam them. Yeah. Caught a few myself. No, not no. you, Charlie. <laughs> Kill them. Kill them all. Captain Meat Hauler. <laughs> yeah. It's a shame. I tell you, I, I, I guess we just thought it was going to last forever. Well, it would have, except for all the catastrophes, you know, just you don't see it coming. And once you keep getting them over and over again, it just dwindles things away severely. And that's what we've seen. I didn't mind killing them back then because we had millions of them. You couldn't knock a man in them. Couldn't even think about hurting a resource. No. Times have changed. It seems like it was the best back in the netting days when they were netting thousands and thousands of pounds Man, I'd, a day. I'd leave out of crawlies and I'd wait for the netters to get all their nets off Beasley's and Dow's Reef so I could cut a drift. And their boats would, wouldn't even get on plane. They were so loaded with fish in them nets. And, uh, hell, you'd, first drift, you'd, ca- you'd catch 40 or 50 a drift, big ones, you know, good fish. Uh-oh, we broke up. You fading away on me, Charlie? I think I lost Charlie. Oh, well, it's time for a break anyway. Well, folks, uh, get another cup, kick back. We're fixing to start another hour here at the Outdoor Show, and uh, we'll be right back after these messages. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.